Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. There are many things that can be taught in the church that can distract or be outright false. This has always been the case. Paul left Timothy in Ephesus to instruct people not to teach strange doctrines. We're not to dwell on speculation, but on the truth. Today on Drawing Near, we will learn what the purpose of true biblical teaching is. So take your Bible and turn to 1 Timothy chapter 1 and join me as we study The Goal is Love. As we prepare for today's study, let's go to the Lord in prayer together. Father in heaven, we thank you for today. We thank you for the blessing of coming together around your word. And we pray, Father, that what you desire your word to do in our hearts and lives, that we will permit to take place, that we'll open our hearts, that we'll open our eyes, that we'll listen, and that through the leadership of your Holy Spirit, we will allow your word to permeate our hearts and to accomplish your desire. Guide us in our study today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, beginning in verse 5, we read, But the goal of our instruction is love, from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. We had just read in verse 3 that Paul told Timothy, As I urged you upon my departure for Macedonia, remain on in Ephesus, so that you may instruct certain men not to teach strange doctrines. Paul is distinguishing between what other people were trying to do in the church at Ephesus and what he and Timothy were trying to do. And Paul is trying to help Timothy to understand not simply what to teach, but what the aim of their instruction is. It's very, very important when a teacher begins to teach that they know what they're trying to accomplish. It's one thing to just pass on information. It's another thing to teach in such a way that the people who are being instructed understand the instruction, and then to understand what the end result, the end game of that instruction is, that is critical. It's one thing to say, do this, 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 and this, and for the student to say, okay, I'll do this, 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 and this. But it's a whole different level of maturity when the teacher and the student say, you need to do this this, and this, and here is why you need to do this, and here is the motivation behind doing this, 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 and this. That's exactly what Paul is talking about here when he says, but the goal of our instruction is love. When Paul taught, he taught the doctrines, the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ, the teachings of the kingdom. But his end game, his goal was to teach these instructions, this doctrine in such a way that love resulted in the heart of the believer, because love is supposed to be the motivation. We're not simply to do in order to attain. We're to do because we love the Lord Jesus. He died on the cross, expressing his love for the Father and his love for us. The Father sent him to the cross, expressing his love for us. Our response is to do what we've been commanded to do out of love for the Lord. It's one thing to simply do what you're supposed to do out of fear. It's another thing to do it out of love. 
The scripture says perfect or perfected love casts out fear. And that's what Paul is talking about here. The goal of our instruction is love. But it's not just love. It's love that flows out of a pure heart, a good conscience, and a sincere faith. And again, this is critical. Because the love we have for the Father and for the Son in doing what we're told to do is a love that needs to come from a right place. The doctrines that are being taught are being taught in such a way that we are to have a purified heart, that we are to have a clean heart. We are to have a good conscience, not a guilty conscience. We are to know that we are doing what we are supposed to be doing, and it's to come from a sincere faith. This idea of a sincere faith is another way of saying a genuine faith, not a faith that is false. And so, as believers, we are to hear the Word of God, we're to study the Word of God, embrace this Word out of love for the Father and for the Son, out of love and gratitude for what they've done for us. And this instruction is to help produce this love from a pure heart, a good conscience, and a sincere faith. We cannot love the way we are supposed to without a pure heart, good conscience, and sincere faith. This is maturity. This is understanding. This is what it is to not only follow Jesus, but to be like Jesus. And then in verse 6, Paul says, For some men, and he's contrasting between himself and Timothy and others, for some men, straying from these things, love from a pure heart, good conscience, sincere faith, straying from these things, have turned aside to fruitless discussion. Fruitless discussion? Yes, a discussion about things that do not come from love, a pure heart, good conscience, and sincere faith. That's the goal. That's the test. They have strayed from these things, turning aside to fruitless discussion. They want to be teachers of the law, not love, teachers of the law, even though they do not understand either what they are saying or the matters about which they make confident assertions. They didn't understand that even the law was designed to help people understand their need for mercy and grace, their need for the love and the intervention of the Father. They did not understand that the law was never intended to be a system of do's and don'ts, but it was to help develop a pure heart, a good conscience, and sincere faith. Now, it couldn't do it on its own. The law was never capable of bringing about righteousness. But the law has a part in this, and that is to make us aware of our need. We need God's mercy. We need God's grace, his intervention on our part. We need his atoning sacrifice in Jesus Christ. And so when we come to understand the right place of the law, then the word law isn't a bad word. It's not a dirty word. When people say today, but we're no longer under the law, they're right. We are not going to be judged purely by the law because now we're going to be judged by the fact that, yes, we are guilty under the law and we did not embrace the salvation that comes through the gospel, through Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. We are under grace, and when we reject that grace, we will be judged accordingly, and that is a greater condemnation 
than simply being a liar or an adulterer or a thief. We will die apart from salvation in Jesus Christ if we do not embrace salvation, if we do not embrace Jesus Christ by a sincere faith. And only in Jesus Christ can we come to know this love, the love God has for us, the love we are to have for him from a pure heart, a good conscience, and a sincere faith. Father in heaven, help us to understand that it's not enough to just simply know not to do a thing or to do something else, but rather we are to love you. We are to love you and your instruction because your instruction is truth and it leads to life and goodness. Father, help us to embrace this love and to embrace it from a heart that is pure, a heart that is innocent, clean by the blood of Jesus Christ, and a conscience that is good, made good because of faith in Jesus Christ, and a sincere faith, a genuine faith that follows you and trusts in you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Father, help us to be this kind of a Christian, a mature, understanding Christian who discerns right from wrong out of a pure and good heart. We thank you, Father, for your truth. Guide us, Father, as we seek to follow you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.